Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. What's up, everyone? And thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Confessions of a Server podcast. I'm your host, Quaylon Harris, the mind behind Confessions of a Server, where you can find me on Facebook, Confessions of a Server, or on Instagram, Confessions of underscore a Server. Now, I know in my previous episodes, I talked a lot about things that make me annoyed with my jobs. But on this episode, I'm sending out some positive vibes. I want to talk about and praise those people that make it fun for me to work in a restaurant and are the reasons why I love being a server and a bartender so much. Yes, I am talking about our favorite regulars, not the regulars that come in and make us want to pull our hair out. These are the regulars that we instantly get happy when we see they come in. They always take care of us. So this episode, that is going to be the focus I'm going to switch up my style of the, of the episode a little bit, though. I'm still going to give you a mini rant, but I'm not really going to give you a hot take. I'm going to give you a story about the time, the first time I waited on my favorite regular. It sticks out in my head. I remember it like it was just yesterday. Um, and I think it's a pretty good story. And then I'm also going to give some advice for servers about getting regulars and also some advice to customers, uh, which kind of be like my, my confession. It really won't be a confession, but it's more so, uh, unwritten rule, I guess you could say in restaurants. So with that being said, let's go on and get into this mini rant. Dear regulars, dear good regulars. Thank you so much for being an ally to our industry and being decent human beings that come in and show that not every customer or guest that we deal with is rude, annoying, and makes us want to go out and drink after every shift. It is people like you that understand that we have to deal with so many horrible regulars and Karens that you want to come in and just bring joy to a restaurant staff or your favorite server or bartender. Thank you so much for always knowing just when to come into a restaurant, whether that's where your favorite server or bartender is completely in the weeds and they just need you 
to be a place filler, just sit at our tables so we can focus on the tables that we do have and we know that we can kind of forget about you and you're going to be okay and you understand because you see how stressed we are. Or you come in on days that you know somehow that we have an unexpected expense that we have to pay for or a bill that just came out of nowhere and you slide us a couple extra dollars. We appreciate you so much because of that. Thank you for always bringing in snacks for the entire staff. We get hungry, but yet sometimes we get too busy and we can't eat back there. But we have great regulars that will bring us in cookies, cakes, brownies, subs, sushi to keep us going throughout our day. Thank you for that. But most importantly, thank you for just being the people that you are. You are seriously the reason why a lot of us love the job that we do and love to come in and interact with people like you. We find friends in our good regulars. We find people who can understand us, who can look at us and see that sometimes we are off and just want to know what's wrong. And you asking us what's wrong makes us feel better. So if you are a server or a bartender and you're listening to this right now and you see your favorite regular or just any good regular that comes in, they might sit with someone else Just go up to them and say thank you so that they know they are appreciated. So story time, story time about the first time I ever waited on my favorite regular Peggy. Now, this was 2010. Not only was I new to this restaurant, I was just brand new to serving, period. This was within the first two or three months of me having this serving job. It was the third week of May, 2010. And why I remember this story and why I remember the date and the time will come up later because it has a significant role in my life during this time. Um, So yeah, I was closing. It was a closing shift. And just like I said, I was very new, not only to this restaurant, but just to the restaurant industry. So I didn't know little tricks and trades that some of the servers who've been there before they pull on new servers. There's four of us closing. Somehow my section was the only one that was open, right? All the other servers, they went up, they closed off their section, just said, hey, give all the tables to the new guy. But we were super slow. We could have closed a restaurant an hour early and it would have been completely fine. Like we were slow to the point where no one had any tables. Everything was clean in the back. It was one of those kind of closing shifts where you're just literally sitting there waiting for the clock to strike 10 because that's the time that the restaurant closed. So we all could just get our reading, do our cash out and bounce. 30 minutes before we close, the host comes back. Quaylen, you got a table, and it's table 14. Wasn't in my section, and I knew that table 14 was a six-top booth. So at least in my mind, I'm like, shit, I hate that I just got a table right before closing, but it's a six-top booth. 
It's not in my section. They probably sound there because it's a bigger party and maybe I'll make some money. As I'm walking out to the table, I see at the six top booth, it's just one little old lady sitting there. I'm like, damn it. Frustrated. And like, as I'm walking to the table, you know, you hear the coworkers, hi, you got a table. Ha ha ha. You got a table. You're going to be here forever. You know how they do that, how they razz people. I mean, we all done it, right? Just fun and games. So I'm like, whatever. I get out there, put on my smile. How are you doing today? My name's Quaylen, blah, 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 blah. What can I get you to drink? Remember I said everything was bust down. Everything was clean, right? She orders a water and a coffee. You know, you knew it was coming. You knew it was coming. She ordered a water and a coffee. All the coffee was dumped. So I had to go back there, make a fresh pot of coffee. And they're like, ah, you got to make coffee now. Ha ha ha. Oh, whatever. Whatever. Make the coffee. Take it out to her. Get her order. She ordered chicken on the barbie. Mind you, first restaurant was out back. Out back. Chicken on the barbie. Green beans. We had green beans at a time. A house salad, no onions with the mustard vinaigrette dressing. I remember it because that's pretty much the only thing she ordered for the four years that I waited on her. It's pretty much the only thing. So bring out her food. She didn't talk much. She just read her books. She sat at the booth, just read her books the whole entire time. Barely looked up at me, barely said a word to me. So she was very easy to wait on. But it was it was getting past closing. Then we close, or it was getting to closing. Then we pass closing. She's sitting there. She's eating really slow, reading her books. Most of my coworkers have left by this time. It was just me, my manager, my head weight that was there. You know, it was just minutes after closing. And finally, she finishes. She asks for a bill. She looks around. She's like, "Oh, am I the only one in here?" And I'm like, "Yeah, we closed about." Five, 10 minutes ago, she was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I didn't know. I thought you guys were open till 11, so on and so forth. I'm like, no, you're fine. You're I was still green. I was still new, so I was still naive. I'm like, no, 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 you're fine. I want you to enjoy your meal. Take your time. That's like the most she said to me up until that point. So she was like, okay, well, I'll take my bill. I'll get out of here. I don't want to be a bother. I know you probably have things to do. And I'm like, all right, yeah, I'll go get it for you. As I'm walking back to her table, check in hand. Um, I see her looking at a picture and she's crying. She's crying at her table, looking at this picture. And of course, us as servers, bartenders, people that work in a restaurant, our job is to take care of the guests. So you sometimes your initial question when you see someone's crying is, is everything okay? Are you, what's wrong? Is everything okay? So I asked that to her and she looks up at me, tears rolling down her face. She's not like boo-hoo and like, ah, it's just like little, little tears. Um, and she shows me a picture of this gentleman. She's like, this was my husband. I lost him 10 or 15 years. I don't remember exactly the dates. She was like, I lost him about 10 or 15 years ago and I just miss him. And I'm like, Wow. She says that and it, it like it just kind of stopped. Like it just put in perspective that like there's more 
that you you don't know about people that's going on than me just trying to like get her in and out of eating, you know, like there's more that she was dealing with. And I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm so sorry to hear that. Like, can I give you a hug? Cause that's my initial reaction. Whenever someone says, I just want to hug people. Well, I guess not now because the pandemic and everything, but that's just my initial reaction. I just want to hug people. She's like, yeah. So I gave her a hug. And it was in that moment where I started to hug her that I personally started to cry. Now, this is why I say this story sticks out so vividly in my mind. For those of you who follow, you know that I always have talked about my very first Mother's Day that I ever worked in a restaurant. My grandma died the Saturday before and I had to work that Saturday and that Mother's Day, which is in May. This me waiting on Peggy happened the week after my my grandmother's funeral. So when I went to hug her, I don't know what came over me, but I felt my grandmother in that moment, like I was hugging my grandmother. And she heard me start crying. Like she, she heard me like sniffling and stuff like that. And she like pulled away. Not like, not like suddenly, but she pulled away. She was like, no, 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 no. I don't want you to cry. I'm so sorry. I'm making you cry. And she was just like so sweet when she was saying that. I'm like, no, it's not you. I just, I I just lost my grandmother a couple weeks ago. And in that moment, I just felt her through that hug that you gave me and my emotions just started to to take over. And I didn't even mean to start crying. It just happened. It just naturally happened. Like it's kind of happening right now as I'm like thinking about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just, it was just a moment that just happened. So I literally sat there and we talked for like 10 to 15 minutes after that. Got to know her name, who she was, where she's from, found out like where she grew up, stuff like that. Just it was just a quick, quick little conversation that we had. But what I didn't know is that I was building a lifelong friendship in that moment. My manager, my headway was mad at me because at this time it was like 30 minutes after we had already closed. Just like I said, they wanted to get out of there. But I didn't care because this was a moment that I knew that I had to take advantage of because of the feeling that I had when I hugged her and I felt my grandma. So I went on and eventually cashed her out. Um, she paid with a credit card and then she got up and left. She didn't, she couldn't walk that well. That's kind of why they put her where she was. Um, and I go back and as she's walking off the door, I go and get the check the chicken on the bar was like $15. So I say that she paid, she left $10 on her card, but then also left me a $20 bill. So I chase her down. I'm like, ma'am, like, no, you're, you, what, what was this for? Like, no, here, take, take this back. I don't, I don't need this much. Take it back. You know, you know how weird, humble and like big tips and stuff. We're like, no, she's like, no, that's yours. I want you to have that. 
So then again, I gave her a hug. I helped her into her big SUV. She had a big SUV that she could barely get into. Um, and then she asked me right before I, I shut the door. She was like, when's the next time you work? I gave her my days. And she said, thank you. Most of the time I come in here, I feel like the servers and, and stuff are annoyed because I come in so late. This is the first time that I ever felt like I want to actually come back here and sit with the server. And this is before I knew like what building your regulars and stuff was. You know, I said I'm, I was very new to serving and stuff. I didn't know that I was building a regular. So I'm like, yeah, these are the dates I work. Come back. Talk to me. I, I, I hate that. That's how my coworkers made you feel. But I would never make you feel that way. If you ever come in, ask for me and we're good. We can continue this conversation, everything like that. She came in the very next day, a little bit earlier because I told her I didn't close every night. But she came in the next day, sat down. We talked pretty much the whole time that she was there. I eventually got cut and sat with her um, while she was still eating and stuff like that. But I got cut. I did most of my outs and closing the stuff. And she ordered the same thing and gave me the same exact tip. $10 on the card, $20 in cash. So I legitimately made before tip share $60 from this lady and two times waiting on her. Eventually, four years of me waiting on her, she's tipped me a lot. She's paid bills for me. Like I will, she's bills. <laughs> she's paid rent for me. Like as much as she has tipped me, not saying like she's physically paid my rent, but as much as she has like tipped me throughout the years, like, yeah, she's like her money is paid rent and bills and stuff for me. But that's not, that's not the most important part. I have not waited on Peggy in eight years. Till this day, I still talk to her. She will still call me, email me, send me text messages, stuff like that. We still keep in contact till this day. When I was on the news for me doing confession of a server and everything like that, she was the very first person to call me and tell me she saw me on the news. Like I built a lifelong friend just from that one moment until this day, that moment is the reason why Peggy will forever be my favorite regular. The advice for this episode, I'm going to hit y'all with two bits of advice. One's going to be for a newer server. One's going to be for older servers and newer servers. You can still listen to the advice I'm going to give the older server because who knows how long you're going to be in a restaurant and you'll probably be there long enough to be considered an older server. But starting with the new, the advice for the new server, make sure that when you're working, you're trying your hardest to build up your regulars. That is the key. That is one thing that I love telling any server that I am training, any new bartender that I've trained, I love to tell them, build regulars, make regulars. Because in the long run, regulars are going to get you more money than per se someone comes in and tips the bill or gives you a $100 tip. Like I mentioned in my story before, 
Peggy, my favorite regular, the four years that I wait on her, I would consistently get $30 every time she would come in to eat. It wasn't 30 every single time. Sometimes she left less, but sometimes she would bring in more people and I would get a lot more. So it was pretty much $30 every time she worked or every time I worked. Sorry. Now I would see Peggy two or three times a week. She would come in to see me and eat. So I rather have a guaranteed 60 to $90 for four years just from that one regular than if someone was to just come in and tip me $100 once and I'd never see that person ever again. So build regulars for that reason, but also having regulars and having people consistently in your section is going to, people that you know are going to be good Guest in your section is going to help out, help you skip over bad tables because your section is going to always be full. They're not going to have anywhere to put those bad tables and also is going to make you look better as a server, as a bartender, because you're constantly having people come in and ask for you. So your managers are going to be like, well, they must be doing their job. So new servers. Build up your regulars. It's going to make you look a lot better and it's going to keep more money in your pocket. Now, my advice for older servers. Make sure you are very careful with who you tell your regulars to ask for when they come in to eat and you are not there. Because... That server that you're telling your regulars to go and ask for might end up being their new favorite server. (laughs) And I am saying this because I am speaking from experience. Was I the old server that told a regular who to sit with if I'm there? No. I am that server that the older servers told their regulars to sit with if they are not there. And eventually those regulars that were other servers became my regulars. And listen, I didn't do anything out of the normal other than do my job and be the person that I am. And that eventually stuck out more in their head And these customers that were taking care of other servers with good tips and everything started coming in and asking for me more and more, even when the other servers were there and those servers would get pissed at me. And I'm like, look, one, I'm doing my job Two, You brought this on yourself. You're the one who told them to ask for me if you're not there. Right. So why are you mad at me? Like I had it to the point where customers would come in and be like, oh, I want to sit with Quaylen. And then I would go to the table and they'd be like, oh, yeah, I see so-and-so's there. Tell them who was their old server that they used to ask for. And they're like, the old server would be like, no, I'm not going over there. They didn't sit with me. Or, or the best is... <laughs> When a customer would come in, that server who used to take care of them was there and they just automatically start walking to the table with their drinks. They get to the table and be like, oh, no, we wanted Quaylen this week. 
I kind of laughed at stuff like that. But just like I said, it's not my fault. It's not my fault. I was just doing my job. I'm sorry that I'm a little bit more like than you are. So old servers and then new servers who is listening, who eventually become old servers, make sure you are you be very, very careful with who you are suggesting these regulars to sit with when you are not there. I never, ever suggest anyone. They just go in, they just have bad experiences because they get sat with with some of my bad coworkers <laughs> so that they know next time that to always ask to see if I'm there or not. Uh, so yeah, that's my advice for this week. Forgive me. Moving on to the confession for this week, but just like I said, it's not so much a confession as is an unwritten rule that I'm pretty sure is in every restaurant. And this is going to be for those guests who come into the restaurant and you might see your server treating their regular a little bit more nicer or giving them a little bit more attention than they are to you. Don't get mad. Don't get all huffy and puffy and complain or anything like that. The unwritten rule and something that you should probably know is that we're going to treat our favorite regulars a little bit better than you, who's just a normal guest. I'm sorry. These people are people who we have already built a relationship with. We've had conversations with things along that lines that you and I are not on that level yet. And that doesn't mean I'm going to treat you bad. That doesn't mean I'm going to give you horrible service or you're going to be sitting there wanting and needing things for your dining experience. That doesn't mean that at all. What it means is I know that person better than I know you. I have more to talk about with that person who is my favorite regular more than I have with you who's someone I am just now seeing for the first time. So instead of getting mad because I've had many people complain, oh, he's smiling more at that table than he is our table. Everybody, oh, is he not smiling at you at all? Like, no, I just see him smiling more with them and laughing more with them than he is with us. Don't get mad about little things like that. Change it. Become a favorite regular or just become a regular period. And then you will eventually start getting the the favorite regular privileges. How can you become a regular? I'm glad you asked that. One, come in more frequently. And I'm not saying you have to come in three or four times a week, but just come in more than like once a year, twice a year. And when you come in, don't be an asshole. Don't act like a Karen, like be nice, be, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Why do I always forget words when I'm on here? Be accommodating to your servers. Like if you see that they're stressing out and stuff like that, just be like, oh no, you're good. You're fine. We, we, we remember customers who, who help us out in that way. So when you come in, just be cool. Also, Another thing you can do when you come in more frequently is give me a reason to remember you. That doesn't mean you have to leave a big tip, but that is the best way to for me to remember you. 
but you can also remember me in just like the conversations and stuff that we have. One regular that I had, they came in maybe once a month. Um, they they tip they did tip well, but the reason why I remember them was because the very first time that they came in, it was moments after they finalized plans on them to build their very first house. I remember how excited they were. I remember how they still had the plans. They they were looking over the plans and they were just very, very happy. I bought them a dessert. But the next time they came in, I didn't remember who they were until they mentioned that that's who they were. They were the couple who came in a month or so ago who finalized on the house and boom, it instantly came to me. I remember them because I remember the stories that the the things we were talking about, their story of how they got together, their kids, everything like that. And then we had a conversation to build on. So it wasn't about the money for them, but they gave me a reason to remember them. So if you want to become a regular, that's all you got to do. But until then, stop getting mad because other tables are getting treat a little bit better than you are. And just like I said before, that doesn't mean I'm treating you bad, but I'm going to treat them a little bit better. All right, I'm going to go on and wrap up this episode. But if you are listening to this on your way to work, I need you to do something. If your favorite regular comes in any time for the rest of this week, Tell them thank you. Tell them how much you appreciate them and tell them how much seeing them makes your job that much better because it does. These are the people who come in constantly and just make us happy to be servers, make us happy to do our job because we get to interact with awesome individuals like them. So tell them thank you. If you're comfortable giving them a hug, since we are still in a pandemic, go on and give them a hug. If not, buy them an appetizer. Do something nice for them just to show your appreciation. All right. Like always, my DMs are open on Facebook and Instagram. And if you're already not following me on Facebook and Instagram, please do so. And once you do that, I need you to do something else for me on Instagram. Search one star podcast network, all one word and hit the follow button over there. This is the network that my podcast is on. It is a first ever all restaurant industry podcast network, and we need the help and support from everyone. We are trying to do something big here for our industry. So please make sure you follow the one star podcast network and also give a listen to the other podcasts that are on there some great, awesome individuals, some podcasts that I've actually been on before um, are a part of this network. So make sure you do that for me as well. All right. Thanks so much for tuning into this week. It's been real. It's been fun. It's been real fun. Peace out. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. 
New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.